0: Hello. Hello, hello. How are you today? We are live again on YouTube. It is actually a a slight aspiration of mine to start going live more. Um, And I was going to actually announce this so we could do the weekly groceries live and people can know when I'm going to show up. Um, But this is going to be a very quick weekly groceries um, because I have to go to work in about an hour. But I'm leaving my job next week. So I should have way more free time to dedicate towards doing the weekly groceries and whatnot. Um, but welcome. I've got underneath my little table here, a cup of tea for you. This is Twining's Dark Chai. So this is your beverage for week. If you are new here, then welcome. This is the weekly groceries where we talk about how to grow ourselves and how to essentially feel more happy within ourselves, we just talk about life really um, and I always offer you a beverage every time you show up here and I hope that the, the sound is okay, I'm streaming, it will only let me stream live from my laptop so I hope that the microphone is okay but thank you for being here and if you are new then please introduce yourself, uh, letting me know who you are, how your week has been and as always one thing that you are grateful for this week uh, the one thing I'm grateful for, well, there's many things I'm grateful for this week. Um, I feel very happy right now. I feel very peaceful, especially today. I just felt like showing up and doing a live. Um, and I feel happy. I feel very chill. Life is strange at the moment. It's. I've had an interesting week. And it's funny, actually, because I had a client call. Well, it's it's not really a client. It's more more of a good friend now um and we were speaking we were catching up with each other and we said that if something in your life is negative or you may have previously seen it as a negative thing instead of calling it negative and calling it like a shitty thing try and just label it as being interesting so we were just laughing to ourselves just being like "Mm, this interesting situation happened that maybe wasn't so preferable, but when we say that it's interesting, it allows us to see things in our life from a viewpoint that is more curious rather than one that is judgmental. And that's why I, hold on, let me take a sip of my tea. Oh, Oh, that's good. That is why, that is why I decided today to make this very quick uh, video about why we must learn to laugh at ourselves because I have had to laugh at myself many times this past week um as always I'm going to update you on what's happened uh since the last episode um I fell I fell over at the pool <laughs> I went to the pool in the steam room that I have at work and I slipped over on my back. And this is not the first time that I've slipped on my elbow in the exact same position. So it, it was already very weak. The last time that I did this, I was in Mexico running to the to the tortilleria, which is basically where they bulk sell a shit ton of tortillas. Um, I was running to get tortillas in the rain. And it was stupid of me. I, you know, we always get told as children, do not run in the rain and do not run near the road because it's just silly and you could get hurt. Well... The last time I did that, I slipped on my back with the, with my little tortillas in my hand because I really wanted to make my tacos. So I was just like running back like, ah, I want to go back. I'm so hungry. Um, and I ended up slipping and falling on my back and then hurting my elbow. Um, and the exact same thing happened when I was at the pool. I was in the changing room and I slipped and fell. So it really, really hurt, actually. Um, I went to, and the next day I ended up going to, Um, A&E and I have a whole video that I filmed about that because basically when I went to A&E people were telling me that it's going to take a really long time to be seen to like the, the hospitals overrun they're understaffed and so you're going to be waiting there for hours and hours but I basically made a video about how your beliefs really do create your reality so I chose not to subscribe to that kind of thinking I chose not to believe in that because you know, I don't want to allow and absorb negative beliefs like that, because when I went into a I was seen to right away. I didn't have to wait at all. And I think that's just a testament to, you know, we do if you if you believe that things are going to take a long time or that you're always queuing like at the supermarket, you're always you're always at the cashier that takes the longest and you're always at the back of the queue and it takes so long, then that's going to happen for you. It's going to be essentially a self-fulfilling prophecy because your mind is essentially, and your subconscious mind, is seeking to reaffirm that belief that you are holding inside your consciousness. So the less kind of negative and conditioned beliefs that you can subscribe to, the more you'll find that life can actually be a lot more flexible and fluid for you and things do not have to seem so goddamn hard all the time. Like, let's say that you have a belief that every time you pull up, every time you're driving, you always seem to land at the red light and things are just so goddamn annoying. Well, you're, you're subscribing to that belief. You're subscribing that this, to this story, that this always happens to me. This always seems to happen to me. Poor me. I'm the victim in the situation. When really you could just see that for what it is and decide that this no longer has power over me. I do no, I no longer subscribe to that kind of belief because it is literally just a story that you keep telling yourself. Anyways, I digress. I hurt my elbow. It's healed it's healed now. Um, and I can do my uh, 30 days of yoga challenge which I'm doing with Yoga with Adrian. If you are not already a part, then I highly recommend that you go and check that out and become uh, a part of this challenge, I suppose. It's it's a 30 day yoga journey that she started on the 1st of January. But I do it, I've been doing this for, I think this is my third year in a row now and I really enjoy it but the, my first thought when I fell over um and hurt my elbow was oh no I'm not going to be able to do the 30 days of yoga um because you know doing doing a plank and doing a downward dog I, w- I wasn't able to stretch my elbow out it was actually really painful I thought I thought I'd broken it to be honest um but we're all good now I can bend it fully so everything's all good but <clears throat> what else has happened this past week um the reason I wanted to talk about being able to laugh at ourselves is because I had a situation happen, right? Where I really had to not take it so seriously. And the first thing I'm going to say to you is that in life, if you are, if you are right now feeling quite dense and quite heavy about something and you're really worried or anxious or just feeling really like, ugh, the ego loves seriousness ego loves heaviness it thrives on always being in this kind of reactive drama mode of everything just being so hard it's just everything so heavy like why me why did these things happen to me and it makes a problem out of having lots of different problems that's what the ego enjoys doing it enjoys finding and seeking problems in any situation right and creating heaviness out of even the tiniest of little things like you know what i said earlier about waiting at the traffic lights and the traffic lights are red instead of being you know patient just laughing and not not even laughing just being you know chill and calm and just waiting for the red light the ego will be like oh god i always end up at a red light why why does it always take so long to get to work i'm always stuck in traffic yeah and then creating you know this whole drama and reactivity and heaviness around it that is something that we have to learn to observe in ourselves we have to learn that that is how we create Our own suffering that is how our mind starts to create suffering for us and I've had to learn to really find the lightness in situations a lot in my life Um, and before I get into what happened this week with the situation I'm talking about I know it's kind of vague right now but we'll get into it Um, when I was younger and even still to this day my, this is an example that I wrote down of things that I had to learn how to laugh at. Um, my family used to have this habit, and it still kind of does from time to time, of calling me an idiot. And when I was younger, uh, I used to take this very, very personally. I used to feel really deeply offended by this because it would just make me feel stupid. And I'd be like, why do they have to make me feel stupid? So whenever someone would just like off, offhand comment, say, oh, you're such an idiot, I would be like, I'd get really upset about it. Like, I could feel that kind of pang in my heart. Of like, why do you have to make me feel that way? Because I was a very sensitive child as well. Um, and I would just get really deeply offended by it. And it's always the ego. It's always the ego, the false sense of self, the false sense of I, and me, myself, and I, that is always going to inculcate negative comments and take it as part of who you are, get really offended by the things that people do and the things that people say to you. And that was me previously. And the reason that this happened is because before I had done inner work, I was very much lost in my own little poor me stories. I was like, and I I refer to these things as being kind of your mind stories. It's the things that you tell yourself. And an example of a mind story is I'm a lonely person. I'm a broken person. I'm a boring person. I'm unlovable. I'm stupid. And something that I used to tell myself unconsciously was that I have no common sense. And I would always make myself feel really bad about this. I would always beat myself up over this. And I would always feel really self-conscious about um, even the tiniest of things uh, where it would kind of make me feel like I don't have common sense. And it stopped me from applying certain jobs. And I remember I remember there were things that I just used to feel really kind of self-conscious about. Like one major example is when I would be going to a lesson in high school and... Let's say I was late, for example, and I always remember this one, this one class, I think it was maths, where I was always late to the class. And I would be really nervous to open the door handle and open the door because I was afraid that I wouldn't be able to open the door properly. It was like this really weird kind of ang- anxiety about it because I didn't want to look stupid. What if I can't open the door handle? <laughs> and the thing is, like, I can laugh about this now. But at the time, it was just like this thing where I was like, oh, God, I just feel like I don't have any common sense. And it was really this mind story that really enveloped my, my self-image. And it made me feel really shit, to be honest. Um, and so whenever my parents or my family would say, uh, you're an idiot, it would just make me feel really deeply upset and really deeply hurt. And in your life, you know, the only reason that we ever get really deeply offended and triggered and upset by something that someone else says is because deep down there is a part of us inside that believes that it's true. And we, we take that to be a negative thing. We take that to be as there being something wrong with us. And it kind of reinforces our own internal poor me stories or our mind stories where we tell ourselves, maybe I'm not good enough. Maybe there's something wrong with me. Maybe I'm defective in some way. Maybe I'm unlovable in some way. And if you hold that core wound, that that core poor me story, and this mind story that you tell yourself of I'm not worthy of love, or I'm unlovable, or I'm stupid, or I'm you know just not a good person, then if you hold that content inside of you and you do not learn to remedy it and see it for what it is and then let it go, then people's comments about you are always going to provoke that inner judgment about yourself, and that's where we end up getting hurt by what other people say that's where we end up really taking what they say so seriously taking it to heart and and absorbing it and allowing it to be a reflection of how we see ourselves so if someone has something negative to say about you and you get really offended by it firstly you notice that pang inside of yourself you notice oh wow that hurt you don't make it wrong to feel that way you just simply observe it you don't try and change it or make it go away you just say oh wow that hurt you start observing it instead of getting so lost in it being like oh my god they're right that means I am an idiot that means I'm so hot like I'm a horrible person that means I'm so stupid that means I'm unworthy feeding into that whole poor me story and mine story instead you observe it you observe that wow I'm having a very strong physiological reaction to what this person just said to me like maybe my heart just sank maybe my heart starts beating faster maybe I feel this kind of Twisting and turning going on inside of my stomach, and you start seeing it more from an objective place. That's how we actually start opening up this kind of portal, essentially, to laughing at ourselves and and being able to see the lightness in the situation. So nowadays, if someone was to call me an idiot, like my parents call me an idiot, which from time to time they still do in a kind of joking way. Um, I I don't take it to heart anymore. I actually laugh and say, yeah, sometimes I absolutely can be an idiot. And that's the thing, is I encourage you to really work towards unconditional acceptance of yourself. Unconditional means it doesn't matter whether you're feeling up, whether you're feeling down, the self-love still goes all, all around. So I began to accept that, yes, sometimes I can do things that are very stupid. And sometimes I might do things that other people perceive as being idiotic. But instead of being like judgmental of myself for that and saying, you know, oh, God, I just feel like such an idiot. And that means like that means I'm, I have low self-esteem. That means I have low self-worth feeding into that those negative mind stories. I began to let go of those initial feelings of unworthiness. I began to let go of that kind of berating mental commentary towards myself so that I could actually you know, start accepting myself more completely and more wholly. And what does that mean? It means you accept the parts of yourself that you previously saw as being undesirable or unpreferable. So I started to accept that, yeah, sometimes I can be an idiot, but there's also that's just one part of me. That's just one aspect of my character. There is also an aspect of my character that is intelligent as well. That makes, you know, very wise decisions. So there's both parts of me. There's the idiot part of me. (laughs) There's a stupid part of me that, you know, maybe in the past has gotten nervous about opening door handles because I was afraid of, you know, not being able to open it properly. (laughs) I'm even laughing at it now. It's just hilarious. And there's also the aspect of me that can be very clever and intelligent. So I began to accept all those parts of me. So now if someone says that I'm an idiot, it's like, okay, (laughs) sure. Maybe I am. Sometimes I'm not. Sometimes I am. And then you just learn to just laugh at it. And I encourage you to start doing this in your own life is just really learning to laugh at things, learning to laugh at yourself. It's not it's not that deep. It's only, for example, it's only I would only let someone else calling me an idiot, for example, affect me so much. Because deep down, I believed that it was true and I made myself feel so bad and so wrong and ashamed of that. But because that self-rejection is no longer there, that self-condemnation is no longer there. How can someone else's passing comment about me? really affect my character really allow me to really have that power over me things like that only have as much weight as we are giving them and that's how we end up externalizing our power and I talk way more about that in my new program which is literally called the path to newfound power but seriously things like that only have as much weight as we are allowing ourselves to give away our power like that and if we give away our power to comments from other people or how other people see us It's like we are literally putting what they say on a pedestal, being like, oh, my God, what if what they're saying is true? And that means that I'm a bad person or that means that I'm not worthy of acceptance. And when we do that, we are literally putting things on a pedestal rather than, you know, coming back into our centre, realising that actually I get to determine whether I let things affect me or not. And I'm not saying that that means you are completely invulnerable to what anyone else says you don't give any shits whatsoever, because there are going to be things that occasionally they come into your field, they come into your experience, and it kind of hurts you, it creates a pain inside of you. But again, as I said earlier, just start seeing it as there's a physiological reaction going on inside of you. If you start seeing it from a very objective, biological standpoint, it is, you know, your body's, your body is reacting to something because it's kind of going into fight or flight mode over this person's comment or what this person did or didn't do. For example, another example is, let's say that, you know, someone someone that you're dating or a friend is not replying to your text. Sometimes we can really take that so serious, like, oh, my God, did I do something wrong or what? Maybe they don't like me. Maybe they don't like me. Oh, my God. Getting really anxious about it. And then that creates that ego sense of seriousness and heaviness. And then, then we start internalizing it as maybe there's something wrong with me. Instead of feeding into that kind of habitual pattern, you... Understand that actually, why am I sat here twiddling my thumbs, waiting for someone to reply to me? And you just start laughing at yourself. You laugh at yourself being like, What the fuck am I doing? I'm going to go outside. I'm going to go for a walk to distract myself and actually spend my time doing something that I really like doing, like listening to music, listening to an album. And so that's how we start taking things less seriously in our lives. And that's something that I will always advocate because we are not here to. Make everything feel so miserable. <laughs> We're really not. You're not here to just kind of go through the motions in life, feeling really sluggish and just, you know, feeling like everything's so shit. Because there is a lightness of being that you can start accessing inside. Another example is, let's say that you, you look in the mirror and your first, your mind's kind of con- conditioned reaction when you look in the mirror is to say like, oh, you, you look so ugly today. How about instead of, you know, listening to that mental commentary of the mind just saying crap to you, you, I don't know, you start pulling faces at yourself in the mirror. You start, you know, doing this in the mirror or something, something to that effect. This is what actually will start to create more lightness in your life. It it means that, you know, you re- you recognize that we are given this one lifetime to mess around, play around. Obviously, you know, we have to do adult things from time to time. But you are given this one lifetime to find enjoyment in it, find lightness in things, find joy in it as much as possible. And actually, something that I've written down here that I really is something that I'm doing this week that I really would like you to take on board. and Let me know how it's going for you is to start. This is going to sound really irrelevant and on a tangent to what I've just been talking about. But it's to start brushing your teeth with your opposite dominant hand. So I'm left handed and that's the hand that I usually brush my teeth with but because of my elbow right I had to I couldn't I couldn't brush my teeth I was like "Ah, I just can't I just can't brush my teeth properly because I I couldn't really move it literally it wouldn't bend for the first like day or two I, I couldn't move it. I couldn't bend it so I had to start using my other hand to brush my teeth and this is really hard by the way if you are not ambidextrous which I presume most of you watching this you're probably not Um, it's hard because you're literally utilizing a muscle that you're not you're not really used to using at all but I challenge you to (laughs) I challenge you to start brushing your teeth with the opposite hand and see how many days you get to because I'm on about day five or six and I recently have been in an online course where this guy I forgot his name this guy mentioned that self-sabotage is the unconscious return back to what is familiar. So it's when we try and do things, we try and change things, we try and do things to better ourselves, but then we end up slipping back into old habits. Now I'm talking about this because I nearly started to self-sabotage when trying to brush my teeth with the opposite hand because there were many times where I just wanted to give up. I just wanted to be like, oh, it's just so comfortable and easy for me to brush my teeth with my left hand and not challenge myself and not, you know, get out of my comfort zone essentially so this is just one small thing you can do to start a getting out of your comfort zone in the tiniest of ways but also you know trying to make things a bit more fun in your life because you're going to look really stupid in the mirror when you're brushing your teeth with the opposite hand (laughs) you're going to be like oh my god (laughs) I, I feel like this is just it just feels really really strange but that's the thing. I, I would like you to let me know how, is it, how this goes for you, because I'm still doing it. I'm going to try and do it until I have fully successfully and I can say that I can fully successfully brush my teeth with my right hand just as well as with my left hand. I'm not going to stop until it gets to that point. But there are many times where I wanted to give up and I just wanted to be like, oh, well, I'm just going to resign to doing it with my with my left hand instead. But I said all of that to say that this is just one way that you can start doing things that add more fun into your life. And I know that's a really abstract and random example, but that's just something that happened this past week that I started doing, so I wanted to share it with you. Um, But, hang on, let me take a sip of my tea. And also there's people here, hello. Hello everyone. Hello Drippy Mick, Jim Beezer, and Mariaus. I don't know how to pronounce that I'm afraid thank you for being here um I'm going to have to go very very soon because I have to go to work soon but basically right now in your life I would like you to assess is there something that you are just holding a lot of density and resistance and stress around that you could begin to loosen in the slightest now I'm not saying that you're instantly going to shift into a position where you can just laugh about it and it's like everything's fucking fine I, I just find this hilarious in my life but can you can you kind of make make fun of yourself in a way humble yourself in that way if there's something you're taking really seriously like you're really you're really insecure about not being able to do something at work can you just be a bit more easy on yourself be a bit more forgiving of yourself and say hey dude you're getting so wound up over this thing that maybe you're not you're not quite there yet or you can't do that yet. Instead of being hard on yourself and being like, why are you not doing this thing right? You are just so shit at what you do. How about you just say to yourself, hey, it's okay. Like you're gonna learn along the way. You're gonna make mistakes along the way. It's all good. And this is something that you can, you can train yourself to do. But you're going to have to let go of the egoic compulsion towards finding things finding the kind of heaviness in things, because that's what your mind is always going to want to do. This is something that I have, I have observed that the mind loves to do. It loves to make things feel heavy. It loves to really just find the, the dark side of all things so that you can't really open yourself up to seeing the light. And another quick example of this is, and by the way, let me know in the comments what is the thing that you are going to try and you know find more easiness around find more gentleness around and just kind of loosen loosen up a little bit take a little chill pill it's all good it's all good I know for some of you it may not seem that way and you you might be saying to me how can I laugh at this situation when everything's falling apart but this this life and I was thinking about this week this life is it's kind of like a game we are here to learn different lessons we're here to you know Accept different challenges, like challenge accepted, and you know, transcend different kinds of mini games where we learn different things, we go through different hardships, we go through different difficulties. If you can start seeing it in this way, then you will stop seeing it in such a heavy and serious way because you see, oh wow, this challenge is here because maybe you know, this has been planted inside of my game and arranged for me in this game so that I can upgrade to the next level and I can, you know, get to the next challenge, get to the next chapter. And that's kind of how I enjoy seeing life, to be honest. And that's how I I've trained myself to see things in this way so that I can be smiling more often than I'm not smiling. Right. And I think that's really, really important. And also, you know, smile, smile more, even if you don't feel like it. I think there's some science behind this, but the more that you smile, like right now, if you're watching this smile, smile with me. <laughs> and you might just feel that your body is kind of tricking you into feeling better. Right. Because when we smile, it releases, I think it releases some sort of chemicals in the brain. So that even if you are feeling kind of, uh, if you just smile and you, you force yourself to smile just a little bit, it can help you. It can help you boost your mood just that tiny, tiny little bit more. But anyways, I've gone on so many tangents, as I always do. But the last thing that I wanted to say is this example that happened this week. So this week, I think it was this week. I launched my OnlyFans and everything's been going swell. It's gone way better than I thought it would. Um, and I i am working with someone right now who actually ended up saying to me a comment that previously, if, this per- if, if someone had said this to me about two years ago, uh, I would have been really upset by it. I would have really allowed that to affect my sense of self-worth and made me second guess myself and doubt myself. Um, And this person essentially said that they were grossed out by what I'm doing and and by my decision. And the reason that I can say and get to this plate and have gotten to this this place where I don't take things like that personally anymore is because we have to, again, we have to learn to laugh at ourselves. If someone has something negative to say about you, um, usually it is a projection it's not really got anything to do with you and again we we, we get to decide whether we allow things to be inculcated into us our, our self-image and the way that we see ourselves so i could have allowed that comment to make me feel you know degraded or ashamed of myself or even repulsed by myself um but i don't allow that into my field and i don't allow that to affect the way that i see my essence so for example This person, it's no hate, no shade. Um, I understood that maybe this person expected me to be a certain way and I started to go outside of their expectations of me. I started to contradict what they thought, who they thought I was by doing something like starting an OnlyFans. And I know that as I grow on my journey and as I evolve, I'm going to do things and I have done things that start to trigger other people. It starts to evoke a, a reaction in other people. And if things start to uh, evoke a reaction, a strong reaction in other people, that's when, you know, that's when you know that someone is triggered or that's when you know that you are triggered, is when it evokes such a strong and deep reaction inside of you that you, it's kind of out of proportion to what's actually happening. And so if I was not on the path of practicing unconditional acceptance, then I would have really allowed that comment to affect me. I would have allowed that to um, make me second guess my decision. But as I mentioned earlier, unconditional acceptance means you accept all parts of yourself. So there is a part of me that, for example, can be very pure and innocent. And there is a part of me that can also embrace the part of me that is more sexually open and is slutty in the eyes of other people. But let's say that someone comes along and they say that, you know, I'm, I'm a slut and they're, you know, projecting that onto me. That's a reflection of the way that they feel about themselves. If someone, let's say that someone says that I'm a whore, that, I know that that is projection because, firstly, they're having a strong reaction towards me and I, I, I provoke that reaction inside of them. But secondly, someone would only feel that way and have that negative comment to say if they were firstly judging themselves for, you know, the more slutty side of them or the more whoreish side of them. And so projection happens when someone is so uncomfortable with that quality inside of themselves and they have that quality inside of themselves that they are ashamed of and they are rejecting inside of themselves that it's too uncomfortable for the ego to look at. And therefore what happens as a defense mechanism is the ego then projects that out there and starts blaming the other person for this quality and saying, oh my God, it's so horrible that you have this trait. It's so horrible that you are doing this thing. And so that's essentially how projection happens is it happens because we are not fully unconditionally accepting ourselves. We are not fully okay with the totality of ourselves. And when that happens, we reject certain parts of ourselves, we deny certain parts of ourselves, we don't want to look and admit certain parts of ourselves, that we then cast it out there and start blaming other people for it and getting angry at the world out there, when really it is a reflection that we are angry with ourselves. We are rejecting ourselves. So I always advocate for you to unconditionally accept all parts of you and be okay with all parts of you. So as I mentioned earlier, you know, I'm okay with the part of me that can be an idiot sometimes. I no longer am mean to myself for that. Um, I'll happily admit that sometimes I can do things that are very idiotic, but I'm laughing about it, right? And there's also a part of me that might other people might think is a bit of a slut, but I'm okay with that. I accept that part of myself. I embrace myself in in that sense. So work towards being okay with all these different parts of yourself. And then if other people have criticism about that, how can it really affect you? How can it truly affect the core essence of who you are when you realize that someone else's comment towards you, it doesn't take anything away from you unless you allow it to. It doesn't. It, it will only feel like someone's taken a chunk out of your value if you decide for it to be that way. But understand that your self-worth and yourself, your value, how much you value yourself, it's always intact. It's always something you can connect to inside. It's always something that is there. Other people, are only it's only going to feel like you've lost something or that you feel less than, less than, and like less of a person, less of a valuable person. If you decide that someone else's comment has the power to take that chunk out of you, really, if you come back to your center, you know who you are, you're okay with who you are, and you really deeply feel that inside of your soul other people's comments cannot really have that much of an effect on you so I told all of that to say that that evening after that happened I, I went to the toilet and I sat down having a wee and I actually just burst out laughing <laughs> I burst out laughing because I was just like what is life like what is this life what is this game like the thing conversation that I just had with this person and just everything that's going on like what I'm doing with my life right now it all just felt really funny to me and another another example before I go actually is my parents keep saying to me recently uh or insinuating like what am I doing with my life my mum's always wondering like why am I not using my university degree um, for those of you that don't know, I studied linguistics and social anthropology at university. The backstory behind this, which I always love to tell, is that um, I initially went to university to do geography and geology. And then I went to get this. I went to one lecture. I think it was one lecture. And the guy, the lecturer, started talking about this thing called mineral cleavage. And that was the point at which I realized Oh, I had a sudden burst of like oh my god I don't want to study rocks for the next three years I can't do this I really really can't do this and that was the point at which I realized I only wanted to do geography and geology because I had this like really cool idea of like yeah I'm gonna be a geologist because geology rocks that's kind of like a little pun and I bought a little badge actually I bought a little badge off eBay that says geology rocks on it (laughs) this is why I managed to find things in life so funny because it's just the the things that happen the things that happen in this life we can either make them into this like horrible dense mess or we can see it as just like oh there's a lot of things that we can learn to laugh at in life anyways why was I telling you about my university degree oh yes my mum um oh hang on let me finish that that other story um so I quit my course I quit geography and geology and I rang up I rang up the university saying do you have any courses left do you have anything left um, hoping that I could switch to something like psychology because, of course, I love learning about, like, the human mind and everything. One of the only courses they had left was linguistics and social anthropology. So I said, right, sign me up for that. I barely read the course curriculum. I, I barely read the page of what the course would entail. I was just like, yeah, all right, that sounds, that sounds okay. And then I ended up studying that for th- the next three years, and I would not have had it any other way because it was exactly what I needed at the time. So that's just another weird thing about how life can sometimes end up surprising you. And sometimes we might make choices that other people deem as being stupid or idiotic, but I'm still here. I'm still here. I'm laughing about it. And I got my degree in the end, but my mum has been, um, kind of hassling me being like, why on earth are you not using your university degree? Because right now being back in England, I've just quit my job, which I don't think my parents are too happy with. I was only there for a few weeks. Um, and I'm actually going round to travel a bit of the rest, a bit of um, the UK. I'm going kind of down south, doing some workaways here and there. And my mum's saying, kind of saying to me, like, "What, what are you doing?" Because I know that most people my age are, you know, trying to build a career. They're in like post grad, trying to, you know, get into the nine to five world, getting a proper a proper job. And to my mum, she's just a bit confused as to what I'm doing. And you know, previous me. Previous me that was not intact with myself, that was not connected with myself, would have allowed that to really make me feel like I'm a, I'm a failure in some sense. But I've got to the stage right now where I can honestly laugh and be like, it's okay. It's okay, mum. I, I know what I'm doing. Please just trust I know what I'm doing. I know you think that I don't know what I'm doing and that, you know, I'm just making silly choices about my life. But I choose to, again, I choose to find lightness in it. Because as long as I... As long as I feel like I am working towards inner freedom and inner peace, every step that I'm taking, it doesn't really matter what what I end up doing with my life. As long as I feel like I'm content with myself, that's how I really choose to live my life is not by what other people want f- from me or what I think I should be doing or other people's expectations. But really, like how am I content with my choices? Do I feel like my choices are aligned with What the universe wants for me? Do I feel a peace inside of my heart? Does everything feel right and good inside of here? And as long as that's intact, as long as I feel good in here and, you know, I feel connected to my heart, then it's all good. It's all good at the end of the day. So I really hope that you enjoyed this uh, rather, it's turned out being quite long actually, I'm probably going to be late to work, Um, weekly groceries. But thank you so much for being here. The moral of the story is the more you are able just to witness the things in your life in a more observed, observant and objective fashion, that is to say, you don't take everything so personally. You don't think like, why is this happening to me? Why do all these bad things happen to me? But you just kind of take a step back, see it in more of an objective manner rather than a personal, subjective, distorted manner that is really the space in which we can find the, the lightness of being in things. So I really would like you to try and laugh at yourself more often than not. Because I, this past week, I really had to just laugh at myself and just say, from the outside, it really does look like I, I'm just doing the most random shit with my life. And it might not make sense to other people, but it certainly makes sense to me. <laughs> it really does make sense to me. Um, and other people might not understand it other people might not get it but that's okay um no one says they had to anyway so learn to laugh at yourself this week um I really enjoyed being here and being live. oh it's been nearly 40 minutes thank you so much everyone for being here oh we've got lots of comments hello JD and hello Gillian um and KYM Kim um let me quickly read what you've been saying Hello from Italy. Hi. (laughs) Actually, guys, um, if you comment, please, uh, any questions that you have, I'm going to do another live weekly groceries. I wish that I could have done this as like a live answering your questions because I know that a while back I did ask people uh, to send in their questions so that I could answer them for you live and we can have this experience live together. Um, But do let me know if you have any questions, things you want to... Uh, me to answer for you let me know and then we will get those answered for you in the next weekly groceries thank you so much for being here i hope you have an excellent week and i will see you next time bye bye